Uh, Sam, thank you for agreeing to do this. <laughs> it's come over after many discussions. <laughs> Will you start off by saying what, what you feel about HTB and your heart for here and what you think in particular God's season is for us as a church? Gosh, that's a big question, isn't it? Um, I, can, I can tell you what I feel passionate about, I think, or what I feel God's called me to, which is probably a good place to start, I think. Um, and that is, I, I feel called to uh, be where Jesus is, to love how Jesus loves, and to see how Jesus sees. And um, in some ways that is simple, and in some ways that is really, really tough. And... Um, the thing about Jesus um, is, if you read about him and if you chat to him, is he, he's just so good at loving people, and he was so good at being proximate to people, and he was so good at going to people that are on the margins, and that's what I feel passionate about, is like not staying within a confined space, um, but going out to to all people, all, all walks, all areas of life. And um, my life over the years has been transformed as I've had the privilege of doing that and meeting different people in different places and being able to see and ask the Lord to show me um, how he sees people. And um, recently I had the privilege of going into um, Wormwood Scrubs, which is a men's prison here in London, um, which is one of the prisons we feel really passionate about, really passionate about seeing Jesus' love in that space. And um, I met a young man and uh, he was, we were knocking on the like cell doors and seeing if the guys wanted to come to Alpha. And um, he, I think what impacted me was uh, at that particular, it was the first time I was in prison and um, he was the same age as my eldest son and it was his first week in prison actually but he'd signed up uh, to come to our Alpha course and as I was um, taking him to the chapel he shared a little bit about some of the, his life and I could hear so many injustices I suppose for this young lad's life and he was describing some of the labels that had been attached to him, um, things like ADHD and different things that had kind of attached to him. And um, in that moment, you kind of can, you can choose to like align yourself with some of those things or you can choose to look at things from a different lens. I think you can choose to think, you know, how would Jesus look at this young man? And um, he then started to, he pulled out of his like, pocket, he'd, he, he'd write poems. And I just thought, wow, this boy is a poet. He's a musician, he shared. And um, we went into chapel and we sat, he came and sat down next to me, um, which I was really chuffed about because we stood there. And um, as the worship started, they sung Amazing Grace. And I can only describe what a privilege it was to just feel the tangible presence of Jesus all around. And I just thought, this boy is going to come to know Jesus. I just know it. He's, and when people come to connect with Jesus, everything can be transformed. And um, it was amazing because two weeks later, um, he got to invite. He was the first boy to put his hand up and say yes to Jesus. And um, he was also the first boy to be baptised at the end of the course. And um, 
I, I, just, I just love that. I love what we're seeing in those spaces, and that's what Jesus does. And so I'm passionate about seeing Jesus reach people and change their lives. I suppose what you're talking about is actually I mean, a large part of the vision here, this sort of social transformation, yeah. uh, love your neighbour. And you know, I confess that when I think about those things for HTB, social transformation, I can often think of them in terms of the projects that we do, um, the shelter, um, spotlight for women, love Ukraine, um, the uh, debt advice. So in other words, I think of sort of almost the brands and the projects. But when I talk to you, I get a strong sense that it's more kind of people about for you, people-centered. Just say about that. Yeah, I think um, some of those, I, I think like we're always trying to create doorways. Um, and so some of those things like can... They, they act as doorways. Not everyone is going to come through the church door. Um, they're not going to just walk into church, actually. So we have to provide places where we can connect with people. And so I think of, um, I think of things as people. And so we ha- um, here have amazing um, privilege to have a lot of people actually on our doorstep where we can actually reach out. And I feel God's called us to four different areas, four main areas, um, to uh, women, to the homeless, to prisons, and we've got five um, prisons that we're particularly targeting, so that's um, uh, Scrubs, Feltham, Bronzefield, which is a women's one, and Send, which is a women's one, and Brixton, so those are our five, although there are lots of other prisons that we'll be reaching out to, but those are the ones we're focusing on at the moment, and then the displaced, which is those that are seeking asylum and refugee um, refugees in this area and we have at the moment just even um, been contacted by the council with a 600 um, people that are seeking asylum literally housing hotels right on this doorstep on our doorstep so I think of um, the opportunity of how we can love those people well and um, not stick within our our church walls and and I often have this picture of us sort of um, extending the tent over people and um, if I could knock down all the walls in our churches and have these kind of like no like no walls I would and have this kind of tent of extending God's love over people that's the vision um, that I would do that that's uh, and that's Isaiah chapter 54 isn't it I think it's scripture that has been so much um, to us. Yes. Uh, Enlarge the places of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Yeah, that's such a significant passage because, you know, that's, it's just so, I think that's, that's, it's just, I don't know, it's just that physical thing of like going out, stretching over people, seeing people, um, going to the margins, which is what, what Jesus did. And I think that's an important part of the vision. Well, you're, you're um, effectively what you're saying is we're going to bridge people. Bridge people to the love to of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, say, say more about that. Yeah, I think um, that kind of active um, connection, proximity, bridging people to Jesus, loving people. Um, you know, sometimes life has... Um, taken its toll. We, we all have our ups and downs. Like, I don't think any of us can say that, you know, we've, we, we've not done life and ha- been un- unscathed. And, you know, sometimes um, 
that takes, it has an effect. And so, you know, there's, again, going back to that piece of where we could choose to be judgmental over people and categorize people. And I'm always kind of trying not to sort of choose to look at through that lens of judgment and categorizing people and putting people in those boxes and thinking, oh, you know, that's someone that's come through that, you know, that doorway that maybe it's the shelter or the homeless, you know. But actually how... How do we see people as Jesus would see them? And, and how God sees us is we're all his children. And um, we're, if that is the lens that we should see each other as, as ch- children of God, just some people just don't realize that. They don't realize that they're God's child. And um, our job is to help people to realize that, help our brothers and sisters to realize that they belong to a heavenly father and that is just such a powerful thing and such an incredible opportunity Um, because when someone knows who they belong to when they know that they have a heavenly father that loves them and cares for them and cares about every part of their life it transforms everything it brings everything into a different perspective and it's such a leveler it means that we're not the ones fixing people it means we're not the ones with all the answers it means we're not the ones with that responsibility it means we're just alongside people we're the ones that are there just doing life with people and we have that opportunity to be actually just in a position where we're listening we're we're learning, we're, and we're, we're just being there. And it goes from that thing of like, oh, we're here to put on projects, put on like opportunities for someone to get their life sorted. But we're actually in community. We're actually in relationship. We're proximate, which is what Jesus does. You know, Jesus, when he was proximate to people, he just, he was there, he loved. And then their lives were, were, were transformed. And that's what our heart is. I think that's what I long to do is just be proximate and let Jesus do the work and my life has been transformed as I've seen Jesus come up close to people and I've learned so much so much and you know even this week I was in the shelter and at the shelter we've um we've started a pottery table and the reason for that is there's a few of us that like doing creative stuff and it's really therapeutic um, although not if you're not very good at it Um, and it's a really good place just to talk and chat whilst you're doing something like you know creative with your hands and um, I got chatting to one of the guys uh, who's also he's an amazing artist actually Um, he designed one of our Christmas cards that went out with the the um, gift bags at Christmas and um he was sharing a bit of his story and life has really been very difficult for him over the years and um, he had a father who was an alcoholic and there's lots of different layers of his story that have been really tough and he was telling me that he lived uh, around the area of um, Grenfell Tower and six of his friends died in that um, disaster and um, but he said to me, you know what, Sam, I've actually, before that happened, I'd, I've actually, because of the life that I've led, I'd had a lot of therapy, and I've had a lot of therapy about trauma. And so he said, I was able to come alongside a number of my friends, um, the families of people that um, had to bury their loved ones. And we talked about that, and I, ta- and I saw, like, this man who had such a 
heart and such a gift to support and care for those. And he continues to do a role in that place. And, and I was just like, Lord. Uh, and he, then he described how he loves coming into Queensgate, where we have the shelter, and how he just loves the atmosphere. And he loves, um, because it's not militant, it's not like, you know, you come and you just be, you have breakfast and you chat and you can do pottery, you can do creative stuff. And I felt like God was just putting this banner of his love and his hope over people. And, um, and you know, I learned from him and I felt like, you know, we were in that place of just sharing and I just thought God's presence was all around. And, you know, that's what it is sometimes. It's just being, being with someone and their stuff and their, you know, yeah. It strikes me that something of what you're doing or we're doing is... And there's loads of extraordinary charities and yeah. agencies yeah. that are helping people right across London. What, what do you think it is uniquely about the church that can help people? I, I mean, there are incredible charities, incredible organisations um, that are working in doing phenomenal work. And um, I love partnerships. Partnership is key. And being a good partner is about learning which part that you can play alongside people. And um, in Brighton, we were building brilliant partnerships alongside probation, alongside um, social workers, alongside medical agencies, alongside domestic violence um, organisations, so many different areas. And, and we already have um, partnerships here that we're really enjoying starting to get to know and encouraging and um, building strong relationships with. But the church has an amazing opportunity to um, play its part in being a consistent community alongside people and alongside um, part like uh, uh, charities and communities because we can have a much more unbounded ability to love people and um, we're not as restricted um, by what some of the services are restricted by and um, we can offer that sense of family. We also have um, this hope um, that the church holds, uh, this different perspective because of Jesus. And um, I often um, think about this fact that we don't, um, we, don't, we don't deal in a currency of despair, you know, because of Jesus defeating death on the cross. We have a currency of hope. So, so hope is our superpower. And, you know, that is the extraordinary thing of the church. The church can come alongside organisations and they can play this part of being uh, a significant partner because they can come alongside people and, and love them well, do life alongside people, encourage. And they can be that umbrella across not just those in need, but also the services that are creaking um, and people are fatigued. It, you, you yourself might be working in a sector that is actually struggling. And I believe that like, we have a responsibility as a church to come alongside and, and be actually a powerful force um, of hope and encouragement to those services as well. Because I've heard you say that some of the agencies, the partners, have said that's what you carry. You carry hope as a church. You know, they they recognise that, don't they? Yeah, I mean, hope, hope is the key. I think hope, and I, that's what I I believe is that sense of um, 
because you do see a lot of despair, you do see a lot of circumstances and people can get caught up with looking at what, what looks like death, um, what looks like despair. But when you look at what Jesus um, can do in his resurrection power, um, there is everything to, to be hopeful for. And um, that's what is so exciting. That's what's, that's what's so um, revolutionary. And um, that's what's so powerful. That's what the, the, that's, and that's what we live with, this um, incredible hope um, that is in Jesus. And that's what you see people being set free from. In, like, you see people coming into recovery. You see people being healed. You see people uh, you know, with lifelong addictions. You see people like literally their lives. You see people with their identity. Um, you see their value, their worth, um, just being restored. It, I mean, I, I can't really say enough, actually, to be honest, about the difference that um, Jesus and his hope and his life and his love coming into your life. I mean, we, we know it. I know it. Um, but that's what the church carries. That's the bit it offers. And coming alongside people of all walks, all lives, from, you know, that it's the same for each one of us. So it's amazing. So when you look at London and, and particularly HTB's place within London, uh, I know this is an area whole area of social transformation that you feel that's one of the reasons why um, you know we were called here uh, to play our part in that in in the church and through the church what what do you see what what's the vision um, about what do you think the part is that we're going to play I mean I I just want to encourage each one of us that this isn't about us doing good works that is like the byproduct doing kindness uh, acts of kindness, you know, doing things for people that you love is like the byproduct. But this is who we are. Like, we are people that love people. Um, we are people that include people. We are people that go to the difficult places. We are people that love in the mess. Uh, we are people that embrace our city. We are people that open our doors. We are people that find places where we can um, bring hope we are hope bearers. We are. Um, lo we love people through their pain. We love people in their pain, um, and we're going to see transformation. We're going to see transformation in our lives, as we see transformation in other people's lives. And um, it, we're going to use every opportunity. We're going to share our resources. We're going to um, be, you know, champions. Um, particularly of those that don't believe they'd be worth being champions for. And those are going to be the people that are raised up and lead in, in, in this time. And um, we're going to be welcoming all in and, um, and we're going to be going out. And I think there's so many opportunities we have. We, we've got all of these opportunities already that are happening with, with the different things that we're involved in with women, prisons and the displaced and the homeless, but we want to open up our cafe downstairs with a social transformation. We've got a plan for the, the, the cafe underneath yeah. the crypt here, haven't we? Yeah. So everyone will be welcome to obviously be part of that, but also we want it to um, be 
potentially run with those that are coming out of prison, to have a pay-it-forward system so that profits can go into the ministry, um, to have drop-ins where we can um, do things where women can come in and be pampered or like just have that like therapeutic element as well, safe place. It's about creating safe places, and I haven't really talked much about safe places, but that's really important to me, places where people belong and are known. Um, and then have hope centres. Um, there's plans for creating hope centres and another cafe that would be right on the doorstep of these um, uh, hotels where we've got the asylum seekers in hotels. So um, that's really exciting to us. But just creating places where people, we can, we can build family, we can build relationships, we can be proximate and we can bridge people to the love of Jesus, which is what transforms lives and our lives. So... That's what I feel passionate about. Uh, how, how, how do you think um, a Sunday service, for example, might look different in, I don't know, five years' time? Um, gosh, it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. And this, I, I just believe that um, we'll all be welcoming everyone in and connecting. You know, when you've... Um, if you've ever felt on the edge of anything, if you've ever felt like you didn't belong... The people that I, and the, you know, Jesus always went out for those people that didn't feel like they fitted in or didn't feel like they would belong or didn't feel like they were worthy. And we're as a church going after those people in this city. That's who I believe Jesus is passionate. He's after those people to, so that those people know how loved they are how worthy they are, how precious they are, that they are his children. And I really want this, I want each one of us to be embracing those children and our brothers and sisters. And so this church is just going to be, it has to be full of so much love, so much grace, so much hope, so much joy. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's... Wow. That's my vision for here. I love that. Well, tell me, um, just to tell us, what, I mean, just super practical, um, what, what do we do? Like, is there a way we can sign on or, yeah? What? There's lots of stuff you can do and be involved and we've got a great team and there's, you can sign up on the website, you can talk to any one of our team. Um, that's the quickest way to get involved is you can look online and then you don't have to feel like you're committed. Obviously, you can talk to me. Um, got Helen here from CFPL, which is Caring for Prison Leavers. So if you want to be a mentor for guys coming out of prison, we need lots of guys, men for that, um, particularly um, but there's lots of ways. Um, we'll need um, befrienders if we're going into the hotels. We need um, people, if you like, um, sorting out clothing and things like that, practical things. If you can't do a drop-in day, we need all sorts of stuff. Anything and everything, we will love to include you. Creative wow. people, whatever. Yeah. Thanks, babe. She's super inspiring, isn't she? Yeah. Let's stand, stand coats, everybody. Should we stand together? Uh, let's...